Take the usual podcast hosting companies and you'll stay in expensive wonderland. Take the podcast of Matrix hosting and you'll experience a completely different world of whole podcast library hosting. Choose wisely at podcastmatrix.com. That's podcastmatrix.com. The sound of the voice on the other end of a 911 call is almost always delivered frantically. The needs of the caller on the other end of a 911 call are ones that need to be met immediately. The services sent to a caller during a 911 call are always delivered efficiently. The stories, perspectives, and details created by these calls over more than 20 years are life lessons and legacies for everyone involved, including me. The records are archived for all time, like this podcast, digitally. I am a 911 dispatcher. My name is Lisa. This is Digitally Dispatched. Hi, I'm Lisa Moore. Welcome to my podcast, Digitally Dispatched. I've been responding to calls of many kinds since I was a kid, but I've been a police dispatcher now for almost 20 years. No matter where I go, there's a series of questions that pop up that always have a great answer. Let's get to them. What is the most important information a dispatcher or 911 operator needs to help me when I call? Location, location, location. We need to know where you are in order to get you help. I'm really concerned about what's going on too, but if I don't know where you are, I can't get help to you. So tell me where you are first and foremost, and then we'll get into what's going on after. What kind of schooling will benefit me the most when I consider becoming a dispatch or 911 operator? There really isn't any schooling for a dispatcher per se. People that are in the field come from all different kinds of backgrounds. I have went to college to be an elementary school teacher, and now I'm a police dispatcher, and I absolutely love it. I incorporate the things I learned in how to keep a classroom calm, which helps me on the radio and on the phones with people. But to actually find classes to go to, there aren't any. A lot of people now take criminal justice classes, and that can help because it gives you a background and what criminal justice is all about. But you don't have to have that in order to become a dispatcher. What kind of uniform do you wear while you work? If you don't have a uniform, what kind of dress code do you guys observe? We no longer have a uniform. We used to have uniform shirts. It was like a polo that had the logo on it. Now they just expect us to wear those shirts if we still have them or dress business casual. Used to be where we had to wear a particular color pant and a particular style. They let us wear jeans as long as they look nice. Other departments do have dress codes and some of them are full on uniforms just like an officer would wear. Fortunately, we don't have to do that. It makes our job a little more comfortable and it keeps us calmer when we're taking calls and giving out calls to our officers. Honestly, it just depends on the department you work for and what their rules are. What kinds of shifts does a dispatcher or 911 operator work? You name it, I've worked it. We work all kinds of shifts. It all depends on what department you work for and whether they work eight-hour shifts, 
10-hour shifts or 12-hour shifts. When I first started as a dispatcher, we were on eights, and I worked 7 to 3, 3 to 11, and 11 to 7. My preferred shift was the midnight shift. I loved the graveyard shift. It was just more fun. We would get drunk drivers. We would get the domestics. And the reason I call them more fun is because they're exciting. They get your adrenaline moving. And you want to make sure that everybody ends up safe on the other side. But it's exciting for us because it gets our adrenaline moving. Keeps us awake all night. Then when I moved over to a different department, we started off with eight-hour shifts, basically the same thing. But we were able to work into a 12-hour shift, which is awesome and horrible. (laughs) It's awesome because you get three days off every other weekend. Saturday, Sunday, Monday are our days off, and that's great. But then you have a long week where you work extra shifts. I like working the 12-hour shifts. Currently, I'm doing one in the afternoon to one in the morning, which is perfect because then I don't have to wake up early. (laughs) And that's great for me. I'm a little too old anymore to work the midnight shift, which is 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. It gets long, but it's still an exciting shift. If you're thinking about being a dispatcher, it all depends on which department you work for. Most of them don't have permanent shifts and you have to rotate. So if you're a morning person and you want to work the night shift, just know where you're going and ask them what their policies are. What is the most important information a dispatcher or 911 operator needs to help me when I call? Location, location, location. I need to know where you are so I can get help to you. And once that's established, then we can go into why you're calling. Look, we're going to go over this a lot in my podcast. Bottom line is the most important information is location, location, location. Will being a dispatcher or 911 operator be a high stress environment? It certainly can be high stress. Depending on the department you work for and how busy that department is, stress is through the roof because calls come in nonstop. I mean, as soon as you sit down, you're, you're answering phones as you're logging into your system, and it can go nonstop until the, the moment it's time to leave. There are downtimes in every department where you can catch your breath. It's not as stressful, but if you have high anxiety and can't handle stress, this is not the job for you. Any call can become stressful depending on the circumstances behind the call. Not every call is going to be stressful. Time of day, too. It depends on what shift you're working. But each call has the potential to become stressful. It's a stressful job. I am dyslexic. Am I not going to be able to become a dispatch slash 911 operator? Well, to be honest with you, it more depends on how busy the department is and the level of dyslexia. Because where I'm at, it's not overly busy. So someone with dyslexia might be able to slow things down and go at their own pace and be able to maybe recite what they're going to say first. When it comes to high stress, though, that could cause a problem. But you have to know what your level of comfort is and how you handle high stress situations. Does your dyslexia become worse when you're stressed? Now, at a very, very busy department, might not want to go for that simply because you have to be on it every single time. And if you trip over numbers in giving out an address, that could become problematic for our officers. So you have to know where your skill set is 
and whether or not this would be the job for you. But I would say if you want to be upfront with who, wherever you're applying, because they can let you know if their environment is going to be one that you would be able to succeed in. If you're interested in being a, a 911 dispatcher, absolutely apply for the job because you're going to go through a probationary period to start off with and we'll know and you'll know whether or not this is a job for you. It won't hurt to try. It's a great job. When it comes to managing the stress inside this job, what are some tips, tricks, or habits you've adopted to help you keep a lid on it all? That is a complex question because stress comes in all forms. And when you're on the job and things are highly stressful, I use humor a lot because as soon as I can goof off about something or turn to my partner and make them laugh, it diffuses the stress. And that's a great way to do it. Big one is breathe. When things are getting a little bit crazy, take a deep breath, let it go and move forward. That's about all you can do. We have a lot of fun where I work, which is great because we have a, a family that I work with. No matter what, we have each other's backs. And I know if something is stressing me out or a call gets to my emotions or, or hits my heart, I can turn to my partner and go, that was a tough one. And we can talk through it because they know what we just handled. And if it's bothering me, it might be bothering her too. And we can talk it out. What is the shift life of a dispatcher slash 911 operator? Well, every shift is different and every shift is the same. I get to come in, I log in, I get all set up for my, my work and we start our day. But if it's really, really busy, sometimes I have to put off body breaks and or lunch. And that's just how it is. We don't get breaks where I work. We work straight through. So when we have a moment, we can get up and make our meals and stuff, but I eat my lunch, my dinner, whichever shift I'm on, <laughs> breakfast sometimes too, at my computer. That's what we do. We don't get to leave to go get lunch. We don't get to go outside and just have a moment to ourselves. We're pretty much trapped in our room all day long. <laughs> and it's not that bad because you do have down moments where you can talk to your coworkers. But for the most part, you come in, you log in, and you're right where you're going to be until you log out. That's just how it is. It might sound like we've asked this before, but what is the most important information a dispatcher or 911 operator needs to help me when I call? Location, location, location. I need to know where you are so that I can get you help. Even if you have to give me landmarks, I need to know your location so that we can get you help. This, as I've stated before, is vital information and the centerpiece to my podcast, Digitally Dispatched. We need to know where you're at so that we can get the help to you that you need, whether it's police, fire, or EMS. We're going to ask you all the important questions after I know where you are. Then I can get you help. So what else do you want to know about my job? Jump over to my website at digitallydispatched.com Fill out the quick web form and tell me what you want to know about being a dispatcher or a 911 operator. The calls, stories, and legacies I share are dispatched digitally. The lessons learned by all, the callers, you, especially me, are a piece of my life's unfolding story that I'm proud to share and are preserved digitally. 
Your thoughts, ideas, and comments can be sent to me electronically at my website, digitallydispatched.com. I am a 911 dispatcher. My name is Lisa, and you have been digitally dispatched.